Dating back more than 2,000 years, this ancient festival started when the Celtic people celebrated the end of the harvest season. This festival, known as Sowen, also signified the time of year when the dead could walk on earth. Today, it's better known for childlike choices, colorful costumes, and collecting candy. This week on Slice of Disney, Halloween in the parks. Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I'm your co-host, Will Luntz, uh, occasional Disney-goer and real-life Ninja Turtle. Ooh, is that your favorite Halloween costume? It's not actually, but it is the one that I went as like a lot as a kid. <laughs> um, so I figured, why not? I know, today it's a little confusing because I do dress as Tinkerbell for Halloween but I'm also Tinkerbell in real life, so am I really dressing up? I uh, I guess not. Maybe you're dressing up the other 364 days out of the year. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your favorite Halloween costume you've done? My favorite nostalgic one was... You only get one. Dang it. That's not fair. <laughs> I feel like we could go through and be like, well, I really liked this one that I did in college. And I also really like this one. It's like, you, know, you get one. Next year, you can pick a different one. Okay, fine. I'm going to use this one because this is a Disney podcast okay so growing up my dad would always dress up with me to go like trick-or-treating and so um for instance one year I was a bunny so he was a giant six foot four carat and oh so one of my favorites was I was Jasmine and he was the rug (laughs) (laughs) and then our golden retriever was Raja nice yes oh that's adorable I want a golden retriever (laughs) what about you Um, well, I'm cheating and I'm naming a lot of costumes. What? That's uh, not because fair. One, because <laughs> one year, my friend Joe and I went uh, as like a partners to a, a, a Halloween uh, party and we had costume changes. We had like 12 costume changes throughout the, what? Uh, throughout the night. And they were all the lowest effort costumes you could do. <laughs> like one, we went and like came back with like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle mask and a robber mask. And we're like, I'm a good guy and he's a bad guy. And then like... <laughs> And then like 15 minutes later, be like, I'm this thing and he's this thing. It was so fun. No one else liked it. But, you know, (laughs) I just I think it says a lot about me that I've always just been performing for myself. I was going to say, that sounds like a lot of your bits. Exactly. It's like, (laughs) I think it's funny and I'm the only one that matters to me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Well, uh, do you like Halloween? I do. I do. Um, You know, I'm not obsessed with it like a lot of people uh, tend to be. Like like me. Like you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's not like the holiday I look forward to every year, but I really do like it. I like the aesthetics. Um, I've mentioned on here I'm a big horror fan, so like it's a nice time for that kind of stuff. And uh, and yeah, I think it's cool. So what about you? You're obsessed with it. I absolutely love Halloween. My favorite part of Halloween is dressing up. Um, I love, I usually, I always have to make my own costume. This year is obviously so weird because it's COVID, so you can't really do anything. I agree that you shouldn't be doing things during COVID time and Halloween, but if you're a parent out there and you have little ones that you're like, oh, they really probably want to go trick-or-treating, listen to this episode and take some of the ideas that uh, Disney does and um, bring them to your home. I think there's some cool stuff that you could do. Oh, yeah, uh, I agree. And make a cool little magical experience at home. Staying safe, eating candy, and dressing up in cool little uh, costumes. Yes, you could do a lot. Disney does offer 
a lot of at home ideas as well, especially this season. I I just love the spooky nature of everything. <laughs> My favorite ride is Haunted Mansion, so that should tell you something. I also, again, I just love dressing up. I'm an actor. That should also tell you something. <laughs> so like, I don't know. Halloween has always been a favorite of mine. I put a lot of effort into my costumes and I love candy. So I will actually uh, break the rules again because I think you had a really funny costume that I think is worth talking about. And then I also had another funny costume that's worth talking about. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I think that you, when you're talking about putting a lot of effort into your costumes, I know that recently you have gone as Professor Chaos. That is one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So if anyone watches South Park, Uh, My favorite character is Butters, Professor Chaos. It's his evil villain side when they did all of the superheroes and stuff. And I I made the tinfoil boots. I have a tinfoil like headgear. I made the cape. And I mean, down to every detail, it is very accurate. I've... It is now retired, at least for a little bit, because I did... I like to dress up as something different every night that I go out. So I've worn it, I think, three or four years, at least one of the nights. I'll get, like, a lot of, like, young guys who know what I am. Oh, that's what I would figure, yeah. (laughs) But a lot of people are like, are you a weird-looking Loki? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I could see that. I could see that. But then I do. I get a lot of guys like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And I'm like, yay, I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My similar costume to that uh, is that one year to a work, actually, to a work thing and then a party another time, um, I went as a wrestling heel. Uh, which is when I realized, like, if you don't know wrestling, uh, heels are the bad guys. Yes. And they're kind of jerks. And so, like, I just got to wear, like, gym shorts and sunglasses inside and carry my championship belt around that I have because I'm a dork and just be kind of mean <laughs> to people. Um, and it was, like, the most fun because, like, I, I'm wearing my pajamas to a party and it's a costume. It's great. <laughs> and and I like that you're like, well, I'm going to get in character so I can be mean to people. Yeah. Well, I wasn't really mean. I just was like, you're just overly confident, which is always a fun character to play. So, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I felt like those were worth mentioning. Those are, I mean, look, again, I could talk about, this could be just a Halloween costume episode, but it could be. instead we're going to talk about Disney and the Halloween in the parks. This is one of my favorite times of year. The decorations are so wonderful and there's so much to do. You don't have, you could go to the parks and ride no rides or ride some different kind of ride and have the greatest day ever. Yeah, I actually don't think I've been to uh, the parks during Halloween um, when they have everything set up. Oh, that bums me out. Well, you know, I, I've got, in theory, more life to live. So maybe I'll get to go go to it in the future. We'll see. Um, but no, it just gives me a reason to uh, go in the future sometime, which I'm excited about. As we dive into the actual experience that you're going to have, we're going to focus on Disneyland today because there's too much. <laughs> Yes, this this one felt very similar to Main Street, where we're like, oh, there's so many things to do, so let's just try to focus. We're going to do Halloween and Disneyland this year, and then next year maybe we'll go to go to Disney World and or other places. My hope would be that you know we would be able to go to Disney World during this time and experience it firsthand. I've yet to experience Disney World during the fall holidays. I've been for Christmas and New Year's and Valentine's Day, all kinds of things, but yet not. Not Halloween yet. So 
All right. I know. Disneyland Halloween time starts September 6th, around there, and is going to go through October 31st. So you get a pretty good fall chunk. Yeah. It's not just like, you know, one of the things I thought about was like, should we release this episode only on Halloween? It's like, no, because they, they, they've got a couple of months in there that you get to experience it. So that's okay if we're a little early. Um, but yeah, they give you enough time to make sure you have a chance to, to get and experience it and not make it just a huge overhaul for like one week, right? Because that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Right. Well, and because it is the spooky season, I also want to comment like right now on social media, everybody's like spooky season, spooky season. I'm like, I've been, since when are you using spooky? That's not your word. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, I, I feel sure. like I feel like defensive about it for some reason. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> no, it's okay. I did, I never really thought of you as a person that said the word spooky much until we started this podcast and started talking about haunted mansion. So, um, I don't know how much claim you have to whoa, whoa. To stake on the word spooky. <laughs> all all of it. I actually have a okay. shirt that just says spooky on it. I'm not wearing oh, it today. Okay. Today I'm a wearing a haunted mansion hatbox ghost. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the most iconic things about the Halloween at Disneyland is going to be the iconic Mickey Jack-O-Lantern that is in the center of Main Street, USA. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, It's one of those things that I uh, looked up and saw, even though I haven't been before, and it seemed very familiar. So if you uh, have seen anything Halloween-related before, you've probably seen this Jack-O-Lantern. And you say it's really big? It's huge. And, you you know, obviously a lot of photo pass people there to take your picture. One side has Mickey winking and one side has him smiling. And that's one of the things that Disneyland, the decorations are not spooky. They're very fall colored, a lot of pumpkins and leaves, uh, lots of yellows and oranges, but not scary. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot about this, uh, a lot about their re- uh, a lot a lot about what they do to celebrate Halloween isn't really scary. It may be in that spooky side, but it is definitely much more on the like fallish here are the here are the things that kids can enjoy too and get you into the mood, but not like uh not like Michael Myers uh, <laughs> photo ops. Definitely you know? not gonna be Halloween horror nights. Though they really did expand uh last year. It was kind of coming, but last year it was like full force adding the spookier element over at Disney's California Adventure. So on one side, you have a lot of, like, you know, like we said, oranges and yellows and browns. And then um, at DCA, before you enter, there is this huge, massive overlay on the Disney California entrance of Oogie Boogie. It is absolutely ginormous. It has been there for a while, and I think they took that as inspiration and now when you go into dca it's going to be very nightmare before christmas inspired lots of purples and blacks um lots of bats and cool yeah it's you know a little spookier a little more villainous mm-hmm. but again not like halloween horror nights still yeah it's not scary it's just kind of you know the villain side of things right yeah so you kind of get both fall feelings and it immerses you into the different parts of what make fall so fun. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's not just the decorations, right? There's other things they do too beyond just like uh, what you're walking into and the pumpkins and stuff. They have different themed um, things for, for your entire day there. Yeah, they have all kinds of 
live entertainment, meet and greets, craft making, tons of merchandise because Disney loves to sell their merchandise. And one of the most exciting parts is a ton of food. Okay, I appreciate the transition to food, and I really want to talk about that, but craft making uh, jumped out at me. What what kind of crafts <laughs> do you make at Disneyland? Oh, look, Will's ready to be a kid and go do some crafts. So they have uh, a couple different things. They have an area over at DCA um, that is called the Plaza de la Familia, which is kind of a celebration of Coco. So they'll have uh, different crafts that you can make, like little masks, or, you know, like they have like coloring stuff. Cool. Yeah, Again, giving things for kids to do that's a little out of the ordinary that you could do at Disney. That's cool. Yeah. And that is that is one of those things that you could probably uh, bring home or, or recreate at home, again, if you're having to have a stay, stay inside Halloween this year. Yeah, have some different Disney coloring things. Um, okay, now we can get to that. Okay. <laughs> I got distracted. You're ready. So there is a ton of food. I don't even know where to start. Is there any of it that you can eat that you're like, I always have to get this time? Yes. There is one thing that I can eat. (laughs) So exciting. Uh, There are different like fall themed things on the menus that I'm sure I could try. But my favorite is always the sourdough Mickey bread at La Brea Bakery. And it has, instead of it just being Mickey's face, it's a vampire Mickey. It's so cute. Might have to post a picture on Instagram. Oh, I just, I'm seeing because you sent uh, a, a, like a list of the, like of pictures and stuff of the different types of food that you can get there. And I, and I just happened to scroll at the same time. It's cute. Um, and scary. It's so scary. It is. It's so scary. One of the other things that I did do last year is at Carthay Circle, they have this poison apple teeny. And though I did not participate in drinking the apple teeny, I really wanted the, <laughs> the light up skulls. <laughs> So I are they like in there as like yeah. ice cube kind of things or whatever? Yeah. So I collected all of the skulls. That's funny. And and then I would put them in my like, you know, drink that I'm, you know, my water or whatever I have. But I, <laughs> I always wanted to have the light sure. up skull. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking at the things too, and uh, I will say I've you know a little behind the mic kind of thing i've been doing well about eating healthy for the past couple of months um and being more active and making healthy choices but then as i look at all these pictures i'm like oh but what if i just ate all of these things <laughs> they all look so good um I- there's some churros on there that i think uh look really good and i think you could probably again another thing you could probably make at home oh yeah you can make churros at home disney put their recipe online so i recommend trying it they're very good i tried it a while back um the ones that I'd recommend is the pumpkin spice churro. Okay. That one was a big hit with people last year. Uh, there's also a cocoa churro, and that has cinnamon dusted uh, churro with a spicy cocoa dipping sauce. Oh, kind of like a Mexican hot chocolate. Is that what it's called? Yes. The spicy chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. There is so much good food on here. So we're just going to highlight a couple more. There's also some straight up just like New Orleans food, and I'm a sucker for any of that. So it's like, <laughs> here's a jambalaya. It's spooky. or <laughs> It's Halloween. I'm like, I don't get the Halloween, but it looks delicious. So I'm in. Oh, this was another one that I had some friends try last year that they absolutely loved. It's a pan dolce ice cream sandwich. So it's this colorful shell-like Mexican sweetbread um, with a... With like fried ice cream inside it. Yeah, with like a fried ice cream and um, some churro inside. It looks, uh, looks pretty great. What out, what, out of looking at the pictures, well, and we'll share these on our Instagram, uh-huh. uh, What pick one more that you want to try. The only other one that really stood out to me is this thing. It's a black rose dessert. 
it just looks really cool. It's like uh, chocolate, black truffle mousse with a raspberry compote and crunchy center topped with edible glitter. Um, and it looks cool. And it looks Ooh, that, uh, is, that looks quite villainous, if you ask looks me. Like, it looks like something that like Maleficent would give me. And I'd be like, you seem cool. Let's hang out more. I have to do one more, sorry, because I saw it and it made me hungry. There's also uh, pumpkin spice beignets that always have a huge line. Oh, I'm Super sure. delicious. Disney always is really good about putting a food guide out for each season. So I definitely recommend checking it out before you go to the parks. Again, uh, for this season, I would check out last year's Halloween guide and get inspired to make some of it at home. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and if you do, send us some pictures. We'd yeah. Love to see kind of the stuff that you guys are making. Yeah, this makes me want to make dirt and worms. <laughs> okay, that's weird. What? No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just expecting to get a reaction from you. <laughs> Um, but you know Disney, they're smart. They're not going to make sure that food is the only thing you spend money on. So instead, uh, they have a lot of stuff that you can buy. I know. This is my guilty side. Like Since I can't eat a lot of the food, oh man, all my money goes to so much merch. I bought uh-huh. ears this year for Halloween and I'm not even going to the parks. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, is anyone shocked? They're really cute. They glow in the dark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but... Disney merch for Halloween is always so fun. And they do things like not just shirts, ears. They'll have a lot of these things that you can buy in the park and use like popcorn buckets. Okay, and cool. You, well, you wear them. So it'll have a strap oh. to go around, you know, your body or your arm, whatever. And it's always going to be a cool shape. So they always have ones that are like Mickey's. But during the Halloween season... They have one that's like a, you know, a cauldron. They had an Oogie Boogie. Then they had my favorite that I did collect all of them. Uh, Haunted Mansion. They had a popcorn bucket, a sipper, which is, you know, like a drink holder. And then a beignet holder of Gus, Ezra, and Phineas. Ezra Fitz. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Of Gus, Ezra, and Phineas. And then they connect, and then they play music. Oh, that's cool. Really good investment. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Gus, Ezra, and Phineas are who? Question oh, mark. sorry. <laughs> they are the hitchhiking ghost on Haunted Mansion. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. And these things, too. Like, people will resell them online to try and make a profit, and it's, God, it's crazy. Like, Disney merch ends up becoming this like cult thing and these popcorn buckets and sippers are part of it this year they released a madame leota head that's a sipper okay it's super cool don't worry i didn't buy it but like did think about it see look they got me i'm not even there (laughs) yeah 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 that's that's true um okay i mean that's that's neat i guess they do do they do like uh i assume they release like different types of shirts and stuff like that for their merch as well yeah, every year it's going to be a little bit of a different theme. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, spirit jerseys are very popular at Disney. What's so a spirit jersey? A spirit jersey is the, a long sleeve shirt with very puffy writing that says Disneyland or Disney World or some kind of iconic thing. So they have a Foolish Mortals one. Um, they release a lot of them and they're just, they're very expensive. <laughs> Man, the whole merch culture is just, there's it's, so much to it. You're, it's like you're speaking a foreign language to I, me right now. I know. I'm sorry. I No, it's okay. It is a whole other world, but I will say that for the holi- for the fall holidays, the merch culture is very epic. I think it's probably cool because there's like whole people, like there's probably some 
team's job to design the Halloween merch for the next year. Um, and so, like, that's got to be a cool, like, kind of thing to do. Like, I mean, sure, some people want to design roller coasters, Brian. <laughs> um, but I think it'd be cool to design, like, the shirts. Yeah, that would be an epic job. Yeah. And I think it's fascinating because then you're, you know, go around, you're like, oh, I made that. Oh, I made that. <laughs> but just as you're going to see uh, guests wearing Halloween stuff too because they'll all have like the different merch and stuff that they purchased on uh there will be a different look to the guests there's going to be a different look to different parts of the park too right there's um reskinning of different lands stuff like that yeah so there's a dia de los mortes area in frontierland uh and that great for photo ops again that's where some of the fun food changes it uh some of the fun food changes are and they'll have face painting for little ones in the area so it adds a little bit of a different experience. And then on the other side, at California Adventure, there's going to be a Coco area, the Plaza de la Familia. And that has the crafts I was telling you about, some photo ops, really fun music. Oh, my God. So good. And it's like a fun little Coco show. I think that should be year round. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then there's another really fun area, Cars Land. We've talked about how much we love this land. They changed it to Halloween. H-A-U-L-O-E-N. Oh, okay. It's like, it didn't sound any different to me. Um, and they have a cute little scarecrow car you can take a picture with in front of Cars Land. Uh, and then if you look for Cruise and Red and get into one of their trunk or treating, it's they do really fun things. And instead, this is where we get into some really fun things. The rides change. Yeah, I think that that's one of the coolest parts is like that there are certain like kind of limited edition experiences uh, on rides that you can go on during the Halloween era, which I, again, haven't been on like any of these. Well, oh, I've done man. one, but I haven't done some of the other ones. So Ooh, you'll have to tell me which one you've done as we get to it. Since, I will. Since we're in Cars Land, the first change is Mater's Graveyard Jam Boo-ree. <laughs> Ooh, Boo-ree. scary. Uh, this is they've done it for about three years. And that's normally like a bumper's car, a bumper car ride, right? No, this one is a uh, egg scrambler, basically. Okay. What's an egg scrambler? An egg scrambler is cars attached to a center and it kind of whips you around in a large circle while also your vehicle is kind of going in a circle itself. Gotcha. Okay. It's a kid's ride, but it it's going to mess with your belly if you're sensitive. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and also in Cars Land, the Luigi ride. That turns into the honkin' Halloween, where it's spooky Italian music. <laughs> Is that the only change? Uh, I well, they kind of do it again, a little bit of a different overlay on the ride. And uh -huh, then in Mater's, uh -huh. you know, now Mater is a vampire, and his is the same thing. It's going to be haunted tunes instead of having Mater sing to you. <laughs> okay, okay, it's, cool. It's really cute. Sure, that's fun. Like I, I love Cars Line in general, so like that, um, that is enticing to me. I, I'd like to see how it changes. What other rides uh, do they change up? We'll stay over in California Adventure for a very big change. Guardians of the Galaxy, Monsters After Dark. This ride you can only ride at night for it to oh, be the Halloween version. So it's still the regular uh, Guardians of the Galaxy until about 5 p.m., if I recall correctly. And then instead of it being Mission Breakout, it's now going to be this a whole different story where like we have to go save Groot because he got left behind after the Guardians escaped. Which was really rude. <laughs> and well, he probably didn't, you know, it's easy to overlook. No, he's so tiny. Yeah, so, <laughs> but the, that's, that's kind of one of the things that they can do that I think is cool around that ride specifically is that 
they a lot of it's digital, right? So you can probably just make that quick switch, different music, different um, videos that people are seeing as they're experiencing. The ride is going to be, I assume, mostly the same. You're still getting like the drop side of it, but it's just you're seeing, you're experiencing it in a different way. Instead, you're seeing monsters versus, well, you see monsters in the other version. A little more monsters, again, you're searching for Groot. And the music is going to be this heavy metal-inspired song. It, yeah. We looked it up. It is not a real song. It kind of sounds like... <laughs> that is kind of what it sounds like. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Because like one of the things that I love the most about the Guardians ride, and probably my favorite part of it, is that you get to like listen to familiar music and kind of dance along with it while you go on it. And like I would think there'd be some type of heavy metal <laughs> song that they could do the same thing with. Um, but uh, I guess they chose not to. Yeah, I'd be curious. It would be funny if they did like the monster mash. <laughs> oh my God, that's exactly what I was thinking too, but maybe the it's because there's only mash. like two Halloween songs. So It's, it's just this like fast-paced that and rides. werewolves in London. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm just thinking about like the monster mash is kind of like slow and poppy. <laughs> and then the ride is like, Whoa. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. Uh, Disney, if you're listening, we got notes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it for California Adventure or do they do other stuff too? That's it for California Adventure in terms of the ride changes. Now, if you walk across and you go over into Disneyland, this one actually wasn't there last year, which was a super bummer. This was probably my favorite overlay and it was Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Super fun. Um, Again, it's only seasonal for Halloween and it started in Hong Kong actually in 2007 and then came over to Disneyland in 2009. And apparently they took some of their effects from Rockin' Space Mountain, which we talked about a little bit in our Space mm-hmm. Mountain episode. And it's this like scary ghost that's coming in, in space. Ooh, I actually read through it and it sounds kind of, it sounds kind of scary and like kind of cool where it's like, you know, a ghost, this ghost is like chasing you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that sounds fun. I'd like to do that one. Um, of all the ones you've listed so far, that's the one that I think if I had the option, I would go on first. That one was my favorite. That not is not necessarily a popular opinion, but I really did like it a lot. It, yeah. The, the creature's face kind of like jumps out at you and scares you in different places in the ride. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was I'll cool. Watch a YouTube video on that one. Yeah, you should. I don't know how well it'll come out, but you definitely should check it out. Um, now. The one I've been on. The one you've been on and the one that last the longest for sure haunted mansion holiday right and the reason i've been on this is because it does last longer it goes all the way through till like january right yes it goes through new year's this is the haunted mansion overlay uh that has been happening since 2001 where we do the nightmare before christmas and it takes over the mansion we are going to do a whole episode on it, so I'm not going to get into it too much. But uh, Jack Skellington and his friends kind of take over the mansion and decorate it with their own mix of Halloween and Christmas decorations. It's very fun, a lot brighter and more colorful. Uh, obviously, you have some fun songs that go in there. But. But it's not the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Me. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I, um, yeah, I, it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, look, I, I, I like Nightmare for Christmas. I think it's a neat concept. I don't think the story makes the most sense, um, but whatever. Uh, but generally speaking, like, it's a story about Jack Skellington, who's like, I want to try and do Christmas. And then he only knows Halloween, so he's doing Christmas that is kind of Halloween-y. And that's sort of what this whole thing is. It's like, let's put the Christmas touches with spooky stuff in the in the Haunted Mansion, and, and you'll love it. And 
some people probably do. Uh, I know that you don't necessarily because you love the other one so much. And I also know that Ryan Gosling doesn't because recently he was caught on camera talking about how much he just, he's like, I'm going to the Haunted Mansion on Halloween. I want it to be Halloween-like, uh, not Christmas-like. I, and, uh, oh my, I never, I mean, I like Ryan Gosling, but now I love Ryan Gosling. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely in the minority, I think, on liking the Haunted Mansion for the Haunted Mansion. I do like it for Christmas. I, I, They do a really good job with it, and I enjoy it. But for me, it's still not the Haunted Mansion. I am very sad to report that the last time I went on it, it was the Haunted Mansion holiday theme because then they closed it down for refurbishment. So it oh. has been so long since I got to ride my precious ride. Do you, do you think there's a chance that they're going to pull a 20,000 leagues under the sea and just close it? No. God, no. God, no. My heart is like pounding, but <laughs> I defensive. I'm You can't yeah, come yeah. at me like that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that they, I love that Disney does this. They make changes for people who go to the parks a lot uh, and just to switch it up and really get you in the holiday spirit. Yeah, I do think it's really cool. I like that it's different when you go at different times. And I'm going to equate this because, again, I'm a nerd. I played the video game Overwatch for a little while. And every Halloween, they would do a thing where you would get, like, different skins for your, like, characters. Or mm. you could, like, it's, like, them dressing up in their costume that they would wear around. And, uh, and like, it's just, I don't know, it's just a fun little flavor. It helps get you, get you in the mood. And, like, this is Disneyland doing the same thing. Um, so I'm here for it. Me too. Disney does a good job of leading all of those things into one really big event. Yes. For many years at Disneyland... It's called Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. Mm -hmm. Excited to talk about that with Disney World. But today we're going to talk about what came most recently last year, Oogie Boogie Bash. Yeah. And uh, what is that? Oogie Boogie Bash is a Halloween party thrown after hours of the parks. Usually it'll close around 6 p.m. to guests who didn't pay for a ticket. It is Mm -hmm. an additional... 110 to 145 dollars i think mickey's not so scary halloween in florida is a little cheaper okay and it's a really fun experience for the parks to the rides are all still open restaurants are still open but we have some additional exciting adventures to go on and my favorite part you can dress up i was wondering because i thought i saw something about like how adults weren't supposed to dress up so in at Disney Daily, you're not allowed to dress up as an adult, only kids. And nobody can ever okay. wear a mask. Okay. Uh, but during Except for now during coronavirus. Well, yeah. <laughs> Except for during coronavirus, now you have to wear a mask. <laughs> but um you can dress up and wear costumes and even if you're not going to the parks to go to Oogie Boogie Bash or not so scary Halloween, I love being there just to mm-hmm. see everyone's costumes. Yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. Look, I've been to the Renaissance Fair before. I'm just making this the most nerdy podcast for me as possible. <laughs> um, and I think one of the cool things about that was like, oh, there's I didn't expect everyone to commit to this level. And I feel like that's probably the same thing where you're where you're at Disneyland. You're like, wow, that's a really cool Peter Pan over there or whatever. One of my favorite costumes I saw that I just thought was really unique last year was the brooms from Fantasia. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. And it was not complicated, you know. But yeah. Everything is so clever. And again, you have to dress to walk around the park all day. Right. So a little clever there. I recommend not wearing heels. People wear heels to Disney. I applaud you. I am not one of those people. (laughs) 
I will, I will ask this. Do you know, um, typically, uh, is it packed? Like, cause I kind of think like paying an extra 120 to 150 or whatever for all this stuff and maybe a, f- a fewer people in the, in the park, like, and shorter lines, I could get behind that. But I could also imagine that since it's once a year, it's probably super packed. It's actually not once a year. It's many nights a year. Oh, okay. So it's going to be uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You dodged my question, though. Uh, well, I'll get to the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, one... Mm. I will answer your question with a question and also answer your question properly. I'm going to go through all of the fun things that Oogie Boogie has, and we're going to see if you think it's worth it. But I will also let you know, no, it is not very crowded because they do. Oh, wow. I thought you were setting me up for a very obviously it's crowded. No, it's actually they do a great job of crowd control on those nights. All of the rides are pretty much walk on because there's so much to do. It's really not that bad. All right. So one of the things that uh, there is to do is these trick-or-treat trails. So okay. set all over the park, there's going to be little spots where cast members hand out tons of candy and bags. Uh, obviously, that's great. I was about to say free candy, but you spend $100 plus. So not right. free candy, but right. at least you got some. Um and, you know, some of them are going to be kind of immersive. They're going to have live action villains hanging out in there as, you know, you go through the candy. So that's really fun. One of the most fun of the immersive trail experiences is going to be the Villains Grove, which okay. is set in the Redwood, the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. It's the little... I don't know what that is. Okay. So that area is over near the rapids. There's going to be an area with all these like kind of rope coursey type things nets to climb on in different levels uh a little rope swing a rock climbing wall i didn't know they had that in disney that's it, cool i know it's kind of hidden it i think it's supposed to be for kids but i think it's fun for the whole family <laughs> okay all right <laughs> i'll take a look at it next time it's kind of a nice little break in your day too that it's not just rides you know all right so what's what's different about the villains part? so the villain part is going to feature multiple dreamlike scenes uh, that are inspired by the villains and there's lots of like lights and sound effects and I think that is the most immersive of the experiences you're going to go through at Disney I think there's villains kind of snuck in there as well okay and that one has a little bit of a line the other ones not as much sure that's interesting the other cool thing is going to be character meet and greet so there's going to be characters that you can only meet during these events uh, they're going to have some regular ones like Mickey, Chip, and Dale that are all going to be, you know, dressed in their costumes. But there's going to be one, other characters like um, uh, characters from Tailspin. There was characters from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, that is surprising to me. It, yeah, very cool. And what's neat is, again, if you go earlier in the day, you're still going to see people in costume. Uh, tons of people with their keyblades. Oh, that sounds dangerous. I- <laughs> They they were using them safely. Don't worry. I hope so. There's going to be a couple different dance parties throughout the park. Uh, you know, that's another thing that I really like that they do is the music is going to be different in the park. Like how? Like, I mean, just like what so, kind of? So instead of having the typical Disney music for this, it's going to be, you know, a lot of villain songs. Songs you don't usually get to hear that you kind of want to sing along to as you walk around. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. I feel like if I were to go to this... And you were to go to this as well. 
I would have to have an agreement with you where we will meet back in four hours or however long. Because <laughs> I think a lot of the stuff you described there sounds cool, but not like the things that I would really want to do. Like like character meet and greets. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, that's cool. But like, I would rather go on a ride or um, I don't know. I just think, I think it would be one of those things that would be really fun to experience. Um, but I would probably like different aspects of it. I agree. Except for that you'd be stuck with me and it is four hours. Good job. Uh, <laughs> is it? Yes, that was a really good Nailed. job. Uh, here's two things you might think are pretty cool then. There's going to be a frightfully fun parade, and it's going to be led by our favorite character from last week. <laughs> no, not Mr. Toad. The Headless Horseman. <laughs> I thought you meant the horse from, uh, <laughs> from Mr. Toad, the one that dresses up oh, like uh, a woman and I, sneaks him out, yes. his grandmother or whatever. Oh, my yeah. yeah, also great. Um, uh, these braids are, you can only see at these special events. There's going to be one for Mickey called Boo to you, I think. This one is going to be frightfully fun, completely mm-hmm. different experience. The other thing is a cool show, World of Color, Villainous. Okay, cool. So it's like a different form of a water show. That's neat. And these two things you can only see if you paid for the event. They, for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween, they'll do a fireworks show. And last year, they did a firework or light show every night that was a Halloween-themed one led by Oogie Boogie. Mm. So you can have that experience even if you're not going to this. But these are two things you can only see if you go to these special events. I guess this is Oogie Boogie's bash, but I think it's interesting that they're like that they're trying to make Oogie Boogie a bigger a bigger thing. Like, yeah, I agree. If you uh, like, he's he's the bad guy from Nightmare Before Christmas. And it's like, okay, he seems fine. But it's like, it's like we play that game villainous. Um, and I don't think he's in that, <gasps> right? You are right. He's not in it. Yeah, he's, he's not a particularly iconic villain. But I guess they're maybe, try, maybe trying to make give him more um, exposure. I, Who knows? I think in the parks he is. You know, yeah. in the way that people hold on to Mr. Toad as the ride, but there's not a lot of merch for it. I feel like, you know, Oogie Boogie is a big part of the parks and there's a ton of merch for him gotcha so i think that what is really special about oogie boogie bash is it's a more adult party where Mm. uh mickey's not so scary halloween is really focused on the kids obviously it's great for adults too but i think with oogie boogie and it being a dca you know uh they offer different kind of experience you have a lot more grown-up rides obviously the restaurants and bars are still open so you can and but then you get candy so (laughs) well who doesn't love candy yeah i i would recommend it i know it sounds crazy to spend more money and give more money to disney but i would suggest it i mean it seems like a complete blast i mean honestly look i um am a casual goer uh and it probably will be a fighting me tooth and nail kind of thing to get a new annual pass but (laughs) <laughs> if I had an annual pass, it's the kind of thing that I, it feels unique enough to be like, oh, yeah, I can, I can do this. Like, you know, it's like it's l- about the price of one ticket. Right. Um, typically. So and make it, it work. Look, I am going to hold you to that. But if you don't have an annual pass, something that's good to know, if you are interested in going to any of the Disney after hour events and you buy this ticket, you are able to go to the park for the whole day. OK, cool. Well, so that, that is more um, compelling than. Yeah, I think. I think that's good. Um, it's a little, you know, for people who were just going to Disney this once and we're going to spend the money, you know, that's a great time to go. 
Okay, so before we get to the normal like ending questions, I think there's a couple that we can ask there. Uh, I could not find um, Yelp on this one, but I did find a review. If you'd like for me to read that. Yes, on Halloween or Oogie Boogie Bash. On Halloween. Mm, okay. Um, Michael W. says, This horror classic is pretty good. Jamie Lee Curtis and the rest of the cast did a pretty good job in this movie. The plot to the movie was pretty intense and kind of entertaining. It wasn't scary at all. These kinds of movies don't scare me one bit. If you haven't seen this movie yet, check it out sometime. You might enjoy it. Thank you, Michael W. Uh, that is on the John Carpenter classic, 1978's Halloween. Um, you should check it out if you haven't seen it. It's great. I, I like that he's a brave boy and he said, it didn't scare me <laughs> at all. These movies don't scare me one bit. <laughs> three stars. Mm, three stars. Three stars. That was a pretty good review for only three yeah. stars. Yeah. Well, it was three out of five. <laughs> all right. So moving on to the final questions. Yes. Uh, there's a couple we can talk about here. I think, you know, 10 minutes uh, to go at the Oogie Boogie Bash uh, before you got to be out of there. Um, where are you running to? What's the last thing you want to try and do before, before not even necessarily Oogie Boogie Bash is over, but before Halloween at Disneyland is over? Two answers. If Ghost Galaxy is in existence, that's my choice. Okay. It's a great ride. If it's Oogie Boogie, you know, maybe he, what sounds fun to me is that uh, that villain, that villain's grove. I think I'd want to check that out. It sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. That does seem cool. Uh, you want to know what I would be doing? What? Get a 10 minute head start on the traffic. You wouldn't do any. Oh, come on. I know you. You'd get a sweet treat. No, I would, but I would have done that like with 30 minutes to go. Mm, and okay. So, like, okay. I'm just thinking like 10 minutes. <laughs> if, if everyone in this park is about to clear out in 10 minutes, uh, we should get out of here just a little bit early. Anyways, um, is there anything that you would change about the Halloween experience in Disneyland? You could add anything. Maybe you could reskin a different ride. I don't know. What do you? Ooh, reskinning a ride sounds good. I'm going to, hmm. You know, I, I really like that they do that. I feel like it would be easier with something like Toy Story Mania. Yeah, for sure. You know, making all the characters have little costumes. That might be fun. That's true. I'm going to go with adding an, uh, another overlay. And what I'm thinking of right now is Toy Story. Okay. That works. What about you? I don't know. It's hard for me to say because I actually haven't been. So, like, it's hard for me to really say what I think is missing from it. Because part of me is like, I'd like it if you could factor in the trick-or-treat aspect a little bit more. Um, but it seems like they kind of do that with the cast members. Like, I, I think... You know, I assume do they do like a, a costume contest of some sort? I feel like that would be cool um, just to see like kind of what the coolest costumes in the park were. Like that kind of thing might be neat um, that like guests were wearing. So I think something that, that leans into the themes of Halloween a little bit more. Reskinning a ride would be cool, but I, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. So um, so yeah, I don't know. Give me a costume contest. I want to see those three brooms up there. <laughs> Look at Going that. against Sorcerer Mickey. All I'm hearing is that you got to go. I don't. I mean, you know me. The more you say that, the less likely I am Ugh, to go. So. Dang it. Uh, I do have one comment that you have to know. Aren't you proud of me for not just saying that I wish Haunted Mansion was just Haunted Mansion for Halloween? Yeah, I guess. That would have been a pretty lame thing to say. So. Well. <laughs> no, no. Um, yes, I am proud of you for that. Good job. Thank you. You did it. You resisted it. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Slice of Disney Spooky Season Episode 2. Uh, I hope uh, I hope you guys continue to enjoy this as much as we enjoy doing it. We are really excited for some upcoming growth 
as we expand our slice of Disney universe. Uh, but before we do, make sure to keep spreading this around and share with your friends and loved ones. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at slice underscore of underscore Disney and Instagram and Facebook at slice of Disney. Uh, you can email us at sliceofdisneypod at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to rate and review and subscribe wherever you can consume your podcasts. Reach out to us if there's uh, other things that you want to, like, we're, we're now kind of figuring out what, like, our holiday schedule might be. I think we got kind of, we're locked in on our Halloween one. But if you got ideas for uh, episodes you want to see us cover in the Halloween or in the holiday season towards the new year, um, reach out with some ideas on that. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye.